What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Random Number 74, Roomies and Movies with me. I'm Ox, and my friend is Luke, and we watch all the current and new entertainment for your sake, so we can tell you what to avoid, what to watch, you know, the good stuff. Um, and for this week, we watched the first half of Hannibal Season 3, um, also the second half of the new Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix, as well as Bohemian Rhapsody. And did you get anything else watched, Luke? Uh, I saw Suspiria. Oh, yeah? How was that? Uh, it's, <laughs> it's a movie you need to see. I don't want to God talk about it. it. I knew, it's... like, everybody's talking about how they were a uh, mother, and I'm like, God damn it. Now I've got to wait for it to come closer, so. It's, uh, but I mean, it's definitely, like, two hours and 40 minutes long it's super fucking long and it's a remake isn't it yeah it's like a remake slash reimagining like it takes the bones of the original uh argento movie and expands on it a lot um but yeah i mean argento's movie is like 90 minutes long this is like 152 so you can see they expanded it quite a bit nice yeah i think the only place close was des moines that was playing it and i was like i wasn't willing to take a two yeah. and a half hour drive <laughs> right on right on uh anything in the news you want to talk about before we dive, dive in no i'm just following your lead right on uh i did see the funny thing that uh the church of satan is suing uh the sabrina which is ridiculous that's like <laughs> that would be like the christian church you know or the catholic church doing somebody because they had a depiction of jesus it's ridiculous i, I love that um i was trying to think of anybody else had done it um yeah baphomet science is... statues it's a fucking mesopotamian god yeah which is ridiculous because i believe they built that statue for like um the the i want to say it's the state capital of um oklahoma i think there was a couple uh, states that was like no we're definitely going to keep church and states together and they're like well you're gonna have to deal with satan then because that's how we troll which seemed to work <laughs> i guess um which is just ridiculous so um yeah that's really the only news i can think of uh you want to jump into hannibal first or sabrina wherever you want to go man let's go with sabrina then that way if people want to avoid spoilers they can just jump right over this first section um did you like the ending of it did you like any more of it (laughs) sure did not <laughs> nothing, nothing stood uh, out for you. It, it just got worse and worse. Like, it just doesn't know what it wants to be, and like, it doesn't follow any of its own rules, and it's just a mess. Not true at all. Okay, uh, mm, okay, maybe I'm being a little harsh with not following its own rules, but it's kind of neglects its own morals. Where you have Sabrina How's... actually killing somebody and just not thinking anything of it because she know, I mean she can she can bring them back with the cane pit that they have, but the act itself it just was like so. We don't nonchalant about it. 
Well, I think that's because they play that as like a twist, like, oh, Sabrina killed somebody, but she had planned all along to bring her back, so it didn't really do anything. Like, I don't think that abuses her moral code at all. I don't know. It just seems very weird. And then uh, to see her, like, yeah, it sucks that Harvey lost somebody close to her, to him, but I'm going to throw all all caution of the wind and maybe he'll lose somebody else that he really cares about just because I'm trying to fix this one mistake that I made already and it's just I don't know the whole thing just it just goes on it drains on forever this it's 10 episodes and those hours feel like three or four hours each nonsense that is not nonsense these these episodes are the worst you're such a hater. You I get fucking... listen. I want to like this show. I see everybody else that likes it, and I'm like, oh, cool. Uh, maybe we need more occult stuff. And like, I don't know. It just just doesn't work for me. Any of it. Like the whole <laughs> Satan side, Dark Lord side, just seems so cheesy that it just. I don't know. It just just absolutely doesn't work. I don't know if they're trying to be funny or they're trying to play it serious, but it just doesn't work one way or the other for me. I didn't know that you hated life so much. Did Did you really like it? I like it well enough. I mean, it's not like I'm going to sing its praises, but I think it's fine. Um, There's stuff in between. I don't think anything makes me like rush out and be like, Oh, it's so great. But like, there's little bits here and there that are really good. Like what? Um, I still like Kieran and Shipka. Mm -hmm. Like I, I think the role is kind of underwritten for her, but in the back half, I felt like it picked up and gave her some more to do with like, like you said, her kind of plotting and scheming behind people's backs Mm -hmm. and showing more of a, a darker side. I think she had more to play with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I think um, the ants and Ambrose were kind of fl- fleshed out more in the back half with uh, you get uh, Zelda's relationship with Faustus and uh, Ambrose's relationship and why why he was conscripted to house arrest and him trying to get beyond that and like I felt they're they're starting to flesh these. But it also out seems so strange that like. Ambrose knows he tried taking over the world and like just because like he's like well it wasn't that big a deal but like I, that seems like a pretty big deal and he wasn't trying to take over the world he just tried to kill the Pope mm. for some reason I thought it was take over the world uh, maybe mm. I think I was thinking of the original cat from uh, the original series so my apologies or was that the the cat from Hocus Pocus. I don't even remember. I don't know anymore. But, uh, yeah, like, it seems fleshed out a little bit more, but, like, there's, it's just so many, in, it just feels like inconsistencies. Because, like, okay, so going back, episode six is the exorcism, and, like, everybody tells her she can't do it, and then she can't, and, like, she's like, fuck it, I'm going to do it anyway. And then she goes to it, does it, realizes she's not strong enough and then Zelda appears and is like no you're definitely strong enough let's just keep doing this and like just none of it connects like and then to see all of that work and everything put together 
just tossed out the window because Mrs. Wardwell is just shooing her down this path. Yeah, I like that, though. It shows these machinations behind the scene and the slight manipulation, and you realize that, like, why, you know, like, why Sabrina... They, I think it's canny. They try and say, no, witches, essentially, you know, women can't do this. That's why you can't do it. Women can't do it. Even though in turn it's, you know, Satanist versus a Catholic or uh, ritual. But uh, it's kind of this idea of, like, subjugation of women and you're not allowed to do this no matter how strong you are. But it's really weird because the only way that they were able to do it is because her father wrote a right which there was no mention of anybody else like having but that's the thing did her father write it i guess i didn't think of that i just took it for weird value but that makes you take sense. it for face value yeah. from the fucking demon who's in love <laughs> with satan and <laughs> the one that keeps dream. lying yeah, yeah yeah i get what you're saying yeah um it also seems weird that throwing this worm in a well that can obviously just like tunnel its way back to the surface easy enough but like putting him with those split tabs means he's not going to return to the it's like I don't know it's the same as like you know they bound it in a fucking wall in a mine and it couldn't get out because of the binding you, you just hate the occult magic just admit it no I love the occult magic I just don't like the way they're portraying it just seems it's trying to be tricksy with itself still. And it's like, I don't know. Like, we're watching this Hannibal series, and, like, everything's given, like, basically laid out in front. Nobody's lying to each other. So, like, this manipulation between everybody and you have no idea what's really going on is just kind of, I don't know, frustrating, I suppose. Is it? Just coming from a dude who's all in on most of Lost, where people just lie and don't say each other. <laughs> you all the time yeah because i was on board with everybody lying and just fucking like let's go let's just fucking figure something out for ourselves and then be shitty people because that's what most people are (laughs) 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 but then the seventh seventh episode is the feast of feast and they're like ah fuck it let's just sacrifice ourselves and people which was ridiculous considering I watched the Hannibal series, the first half before this episode. And like, everybody's like, nah, let's, let's all just eat everybody. It's fine. Let's just do this. And I was like, it is fine. not fine. There's Come no- on, man. You have, you have the end of this episode where someone slits around the throat and then a bunch of witches start eating her. And you're like, nah, I'm not into the show. I definitely am not. I love it. Because the guy was the guy was cornered, and uh, because a witch killed herself, he's like, "Nah, fuck it, feast on." I don't have to be held to any of that stuff. (laughs) I don't know. It just, I don't know. Also, the whole uh, bringing back Harvey's uh, brother, um, also. Because Harvey was safe because of the spell she put on him. But more so, trying to find... Or the the bearing in the cane pit, but trying to find his soul in limbo. And then running into his mom... Running into her mom and, like, that not being a sticking point. Like, why the fuck's your mom in limbo? And why the fuck has she been here for 
years probably. I don't know. Maybe her mom had never been uh, never been baptized. Maybe, but it seems like that was for the lost souls. Like somebody had done. Well, I'm guessing there was a conspiracy against her mom and dad, but because they were uh, from opposite worlds. But I don't know. It just it's so messy. There's ten more episodes coming. That it, no you, you fucking don't get thank you. It's happening. No <laughs> you need to know what happened. I'm pretty sure. I'm fine with never revisiting this series ever again. You fool! Why don't you love teenager things I, and stuff? Because you? I did that half a year, half a lifetime ago. I don't need to revisit that shit. You need to. And then her finally getting hellfire power. What the hell is that about? There were only know. three witches that oh I'm fucking burning, so it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's Satan. I guess Satan's four witches now. That's so it's ridiculous. Satan gave her all that power when she signed the Book of the Beast. Also, we finally get to hear a familiar talk, and then she snaps its neck. Well, that means Salem could start talking soon. You never know. <laughs> no, I wanted to talk this season. I don't give a shit about next season. <clears throat> I can't believe it took me uh, till almost the last episode to realize that the principal was fucking Balky. That who he was who? It's Balky from Perfect Strangers. Oh, God, Bronson Tissue. You didn't realize that? Nope, took me forever. It was until like he was at the end and she was like gonna eat him or whatever. I was like, <laughs> oh, that's Balky. Yeah, I realized that right away. I was like, oh, that's awesome. I I think I used to watch that show all the time when I was a kid. No fuck, I did all the time. <laughs> but he's no longer on the show, so what's it matter? True, unless he comes back, you never know what's happening. I mean, she could take his right. body. You're right. When you're right, you're right. Although I feel it was kind of ridiculous at the end when she's like, "I'm the mother of demons. I'm Lilith," and this and that. And you're like, "Yeah, didn't you guys explain that like six episodes ago?" <laughs> it was just. Key- it was like, just keeping everybody on track that had split up the uh, season for their podcasts. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like in the episode, in the dream episode, with when they're trapped in there with that mm-hmm. demon, and the demon sees her, and she's like, "Mother of demons," and I was like, "Oh." It's <laughs> but doesn't that mean she has a spot next to Satan? Does it? I don't know enough about religion to care. There's your answer. And it's like, it's so weird because it really feels like Edward, Sabrina's father, is the Dark Lord now. And like, if that's the case, and then he's trying to groom (laughs) Sabrina to be his wife, that's really just, I don't want to deal with any of that. You know, like, I'm kind of like, I'm intrigued you went that way because I was reading some uh, stuff online for a couple episodes and whatever. And, uh, People were saying there's an incest storyline in the comic, I which I didn't read. Who I don't want do, any of that. That's that's not a story I need to ever see. That's weird. Are you sure? What if her dad is still a goat, though? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I don't. Not even a little bit. So then, it's to incest and DPS. <laughs> that's what it took to get her mom rid of this world. And for him to take that top that, spot, he just had to. And turn that's why her mom's goat. in limbo. Her mom's in limbo because she fucked a goat. That's why she's there. God damn it! No, I don't like. I just don't like <laughs> this show. Tell with it. 
Which is sad because I really do like the actress, Shipka. I think you just hate everything. Uh, that's not true. You've turned, you made me this. This is what you've done to me. This nope, not at all. That's, you know, that's not true, and it's hard arguing it. <laughs> it's it's not it's funny. even more disappointing that you like this show a little bit and I can't find any joy in it. Yeah, that's weird. I did fall asleep watching the last episode twice though. Fuck so, like, you, man. And that was the most entertaining one. It was like, oh fuck it, kill everybody. Like because I, I went friends just weirds me out. It feels like everybody's getting like these side powers and it's turning into fucking uh True Blood, where everybody kind of had a power, and it's like, like, I don't want that. Listen, every fucking Supernatural TV show does it. Fucking True Blood did it. Fucking Vampire Diaries did it. When all of a sudden you're like, her her best friend's a witch, and then this guy's a werewolf, and then this person turns into a dog. You know, every show does it. You got it. Buffy did it forever. If her her friends actually have power, they're just seeing Miss Hardwell. I don't fucking know anymore. Well, the one's definitely got the shining. You know, she sees visions and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. She does, does have the cunning. Um, but it's hard to tell if the other friend... It, I'm guessing that's just Guardwell. And know. also, it was it's really strange that her, in her lineage, there's all these women that dress like boys or vice versa. And it just kind of seems like it takes a, takes away from her being this unique person. Yeah, it is weird. Like, her ancestor dressed as a boy, and then, like, her uncle dressed as a girl. And it's like, are you trying to say there's some kind of, like, biological defect for people who identify that way? Yeah, that's show? really strange. And also, the, uh, Roz's grandma is just like, you're a boy. You're definitely a boy. I'm <laughs> blind, but I can definitely tell a guy's voice. And that's a guy's voice. It's like, you old bitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. Uh, also, I don't like the fact that Sabrina had to sign for her powers, and like, there was such a big sticking point. But also, but I guess to save the town, she'll do it. Well, everyone's gonna die to that fucking the dark angel of death. Not or whatever, everybody, man. just the firstborns. <laughs> See how do you not like this, man? But Harvey wasn't Fucking... firstborn. She didn't have to worry about like her friends. Well, all those the other rest people of the are awful. Are they? <laughs> we never met any of them, so it doesn't matter. No, not true. We got to learn that the one kid was abused when he was a child, and his best friend loves him, but he just doesn't want to tell him. <laughs> this show's so scatterbrained. <laughs> So you're ready for the next time? I absolutely am not. You're going to watch them now, right? I know you're going to force me to, so I'm just going to have to say yes. You're going to check back in, see what's happening? Come on, man. You know she's going to that fucking witch school now, and she's all evil, and she's going to start participating in those orgies that they have. What's funny is we definitely know that, and that's what's happening at the last five seconds of the show. And it's going to be Daredevil, and she's going to come back next season. She's like, I want to be good again. I don't want I be pouty for half a season. And it's like, no, just be Daredevil. Just do it. <laughs> so, oh well. Do you know when the next season comes out? I uh, know. I just saw that they were signed for, like, 
two ten episodes that you know when they got signed. So I'm guessing with it being still... Netflix, I'm sure it won't come out till like spring. So if that, probably oh, probably think... next next Halloween. Because I don't know, I figure they probably filmed them pretty close together since they greenlit it together. I think they've had. Well, I guess Shipka's grown, isn't she? Grown. She's not a teenager, right? She's young. I don't know how old she is, but I'd assume she's in her early twenties, and I don't think they have to really worry about her like having growth spurts like everybody on Lost. There's no way she's in her early twenties. Um, you know. We're looking it up. She was a child on Mad Men. Like a fucking Yeah, child. but that was a decade ago. It was not that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> How long ago was it, Luke? Actually know. it might have been eight years, so man, I really don't wanna have to bite my fucking thumb for this. Come on. Tell me how old she is. I'm looking. Also, I hate the way that uh, Harvey calls her Brina. I think that's the stupidest ever. Well, his name's Harvey, so what's the fucking matter? Yeah, but she doesn't call him Harv. That's stupid. She is 18. See, told you. I mean, mean, like, she's not... I'm just saying she's not in her early 20s. Well, she's she's about to be 19. She'll be 19 next week. Probably out as, you know developed it it's just weird you throw me when he said grown because like that sounds like a real creepy uncle thing which is like come see me when you're grown no you know? no no. i was just revert re- uh this guy the one kid from lost who like they had him in the first season and like forgot about him the first season he was like fucking six foot tall yeah that's <laughs> not gonna happen yeah yeah so I'm uh, well. It also makes me think of Tom Holland, who is definitely in his twenties, but definitely looks like he's still like sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, so, I don't know. I'm sure we'll get it next Halloween. I, I would assume they're done, but I think they'd probably want to keep it in this time frame. Or they want to capture the cultural zeitgeist and get it out before they get sued. <laughs> It's true. Maybe they're going to capitalize on that. We'll see. But I guess we'll swing around for season two because Luke's going to make me. Or I don't even know if it's the second season or if it's like a half season. You know, if they just split it. No, it's definitely on IMDb. It has a season two. Don't trust IMDb. I trust them with my life. That's a sad. Are are you part of their IMDb Pro or whatever the fuck it is? No, fuck. Why would I do that? They keep asking me for my name. I'm like, get out of here. I'm not trusting you with my information, but you better give me the right details. It's true. Perfectly, it's a perfectly balanced relationship. <laughs> so on Hannibal, did you rewatch the first uh, half of season three? I watched the first, like, three episodes, I think. I just didn't get through all of it. How awesome is Hannibal still? Uh, it's still good. Like I said, this this is the part where it kind of gets kind of arty and pretentious for mm-hmm. some people. Those um, are but... excellent ways to describe it. it. It feels like they kind of knew this was going to be the last season, so they just kind of wanted to take the time, as opposed to from the last few seasons... The first two seasons, like it was, it was jam-packed episodes, and like these 
these episodes have a lot more room to breathe and like things are happening and like you're untrusting of everybody that's speaking or not speaking. <laughs> and plus one dude's like folded up like origami. <sighs> that's so like if it the first time they showed it, I just thought like they whacked off his arms and everything. And it was just like a, a limbless body. And then they went like his reforming of the crime scene, whatever, and like he unfolded it. I was like, oh, so creepy. <laughs> He's like, he gave us our, his heart. Like, you don't. Yeah, this his is heart. fucking creepy shit. But I mean, it's still cool. So is and he gets is Abigail actually dead then? Is she? God damn it. <laughs> It, I assume that Abigail's dead because they had Chilton's episode and he came into the the um, room describing every or saying everything that she had already said. Um, also, she's not like she's not um, touching anything or grabbing anything tangible. So I don't know. It, it's it would appear like she actually died in this whole events, which is. A, all right, because Jack and uh, fucking Boom actually survived, which surprised the hell out of me. <laughs> Especially Jack, considering how uh, grievous his wounds were. And he fucking yeah, bled out a shit ton. I don't know. Alana got thrown out a fucking window. Yeah, but that's just going to shatter your back. That's not going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we pick up eight months afterwards. Uh, you see Hannibal living his best life. Um, I think he made a brief stint in France, and then he went on to Rome, right? Yeah, and he's teaching art there. Uh, killed a couple curators to get the position. Of course. <sighs> uh, so badass. You get the... Uh... You get the famous scene that they did in the Hannibal movie as well when the investigators teamed up with him and he's like, you know, bowels in or out. And mm-hmm. That stuff's good, right? Um, <laughs> it, it was discerning to see how uh, Hannibal and um, the psychiatrist are getting along. Like, she understands everything that's happening and is looking for a way out. She did get her way out, I guess. Um, but man, it it's hard to tell. Like I'm, I'm saddened that we haven't gotten a visual detail of what happened in the past with Hannibal and her, which I assume might be coming still. Maybe. <laughs> um, Chilton getting fucked up by the bullet. That was a little graphic, and like his reconstruction. <laughs> Yeah, he got. <laughs> uh, and like it, it, it basically showed everybody getting pieced back together. Um, Jack waiting for his wife to pass before taking on this whole endeavor again. Um, and then Mason coming into the picture and like kind of planning out this whole scheme and like attracting, I guess, bounty hunters from Europe to find him. Um, yeah, you have the one, uh, Piazza, I think it was maybe that was like onto him. He had seen him in his youth, 
and like figured out who he was, but went to Mason rather than the uh, cops there. And uh, that was his downfall, literally, out the window with his bowels exposed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but you get Jack and, Jack and Hannibal fight number two, which is fucking awesome. That's <laughs> good as that first knife fight, then. I mean, it, I would say it was comparable to that first knife fight. <laughs> Jack just steadily handing Hannibal his ass, like, through fucking displays. Of this fucking luxurious uh, fucking museum and shit. Which was ridiculous that they never like... These are <laughs> antique collectibles or um, one-of-a-kind things. And you're just fucking trouncing through them just to beat the shit out of Hannibal. Well, you know, like, he did fucking wreck him and leave him for dead, man. You gotta get him. It's true. But more power to Jack. I was super happy uh, with how that played out, and then him, him having him chase after him, and then Will like fuck he's under the under the table and just fucking cuts his tendon. I was like shit. <laughs> Perfect yeah. way to end this first half though, with him fucking about to gouge Will's fucking skull open, and then them going back to Mason. So cool fucking shit um I don't think there's much more no nah, that's about where we are so we're, I mean you know coming into the last half last about half and then no more Hannibal I'm a little sad there's a there was one thing I was going to tell you but I think I might let it be a secret <laughs> yeah. well it's interesting because they still haven't had the tooth fairy or the red dragon which I'm guessing are the big parts of the second half. But with them having Hannibal, like I'm guessing he still has to be big parts of it. The show's titled after him. Um, that doesn't matter. Doesn't it though? He's no. the, he's the interesting part of all of this. And it feels yeah. like they're going to get caught. But I also said the same thing in season two and they completely blew out, blew my mind. Of how he just got away, so I don't know. Hmm. I'm excited to see how how it all ends, and uh, I'm I'm enjoying the slowdown. Like it feels like I can finally just uh, breathe and relax with all these folks that I've garnered attention from these last few this last month. So I'm enjoying it. It definitely doesn't have the panache of season two, but. Equally, well, no, that's, equally as no. fun. So yeah, it's Hannibal. Get caught up if you haven't yet, and join us for the finale next next week. <laughs> yeah. Then on to the main event. How'd you like Bohemian Rhapsody? Did it live up to your expectations? I don't know. How much do you want to yell at me? Oh man, yeah. How... Listen, I really enjoyed it. I'm just going to get that out there. How didn't you like it? I really didn't like it. Really? That yeah. surprises me. Why is that? Uh, it just felt like this was just a nice rock story of somebody like we grew up 
not I guess how much did you know Queen about Queen going into this? Uh a lot of Queen. Okay. Um I was I don't know, twelve or something. And uh because I'm from a small town. Uh and so like to get anything don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I don't know. Hannah's mouth and words at me. You were 10 years old. How do you know how old I was? <laughs> because 12 would have been end of middle school. I was 14, the beginning of high school. What does that have to do with anything? Because we already talked about this and you said 10. It doesn't matter. We're arguing. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no, like, went to the mall one time with my parents and my dad bought a bunch of queen cds like the two greatest hits he's like you need to listen to queen and they're like that was me getting into queen god i love your parents they're fantastic uh my introduction to queen was i stole uh my whole my brother's cd case and like that was in there and i just never paid attention to it and like traded his queen's collection off to a friend for something stupid I'm sure of it. But he, like, made me rebuy them, and then we, like, listened to him. and I was like, oh, yeah, it's this band. Like, I don't... I didn't know it was them, necessarily. Yeah, it was, like, like, and that's when, like, when my dad bought that slow CDs, that's the first time I heard, like, you know, like, Bicycle Race, and, you know, stuff that wasn't We Are the Champions, or mm -hmm. Fat... You know, I didn't realize that was them who did Fat Bottom Girls, you know, and shit you heard on the classic rock radio, but you could go so much deeper on it. Did you know of Freddie's lifestyle or like how this band like stayed together for the most part? And yeah, yeah. I mean, as you grow and get, you know, like, yeah, I knew all about Freddie and him dying of AIDS and their live aid concert. And, you know, like I'm not like a queen fanatic, but I know enough about queen too. You knew no, more than I, don't me. Know I think I really only just knew their music. Uh, like, I knew Freddie died from AIDS, but like, um, we had, you remember Mike from uh, Walmart. Like, he, yeah, he is a queen fanatic. And like, he would always want me to watch the concerts and whatever, and I just never really cared enough to. And like, after. Watching the movie, I was like, oh, man, because he never really goes to the theater when I was like, are you definitely going to catch this movie? He's like, not, not really. And I guess, like, the Queen fans are so upset that, um, what's his name, was pulled off the project. Um, what's it? I can't think. Of his, he played Borat. I can't think of his name. Asha Baird Cohen? Yeah, like, he had been training for, like, eight years for this role and, like, looked the part and I was like I don't think Raimi looked too unlike the part like I thought he played it really well and um like they were thinking this movie was more family friendly and I was like I think they just worded that wrongly like I don't think this movie is very family friendly at all like they definitely showed his exploits did they though it all seems so sanitized though in any sense yeah, for the most part, you know, I like, suppose. You know, like, I heard the stories of fucking Freddie Mercury standing naked on a balcony in New Orleans screaming, we are the champions of people, and then saying whatever construction worker had the biggest cock to come on up and spend the night with them. You know, like, those were Freddie's exploits. Yeah, well, I definitely like... never heard any of that, so. <laughs> huh. Yeah, you know, like, he was, 
there was it reached a point where like every you know you kind of see it in the uh the scene where like his dad's reading the tabloid and the, when the press is pressing him like everyone knew you know mm. they just couldn't get the goods on him but there was a point where like he just kind of gave up and was just like didn't fucking care huh that's wild uh what but, did you uh, like about the movie then um i don't think it's a good movie like in a story sense like one <laughs> the the queen fanatic in me was like i said i'm not a huge queen nerd i'm i i know enough to realize mm-hmm. that like they fabricate a lot and kind of move stuff around to make narrative did they though listen fucking brian may had a had a solo album before freddie did Hmm. and you you put a whole crust on freddie going solo and that breaking the band up and then come them coming back together for live aid that's all fake that didn't happen uh yeah i was talking to, to mike about that and he said uh had played in Africa like a year prior to that and like that's why everybody was upset that they were playing Live Aid is like the, it was hypocrisy about them doing doing that but then playing this one saying like we should all come together for them and like yeah I can see the fabricated angles but like like I said I just didn't know like I only knew their songs and stuff and like barely any of the story so like for the most part the story working the story seemed hmm trying this okay so remember when we were watching jack ryan Mm -hmm. and like how that felt very um like it was one person's point of view and like it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way i can see how that would do that in this movie um, Plus, like, but also, I I just really enjoyed the music and I like how they explained some of the songs and how they were special and, and to him and those around him. But it, but sometimes um, it's just so derivative in the way it does. And like and like, yeah. you know, yeah. like in the end, I could have stayed home and listened to my Queen albums, you know, and because that's all that really matters is the music. Um, and the problem is like. Uh, you can, and like I looked and I found it, like they dirty fucking Freddie's vocal tracks up to make it seem like it was more raw and live while instead of just lip syncing to the album versions, that makes it sound weird to my ear. Hmm. I can, I can see that now. Uh, like you're making good points. I'm not yelling I'm, at you. Uh, I can see, I can see your vantage point. Um, I think I was just so ready for this movie. And like, I, uh, didn't go listen to Queen to probably a couple months just because I knew this was upcoming. But, so. I mean, like, it seems, um, you know, all all the other guys, you know, Brian May and Deacon, and the, they're all still around, and they all had, like, input and say in this movie, but because obviously he's not around. Mm-hmm. Uh, at times, it really feels like them being like, we succeeded in spite of Freddy, not because of him. You know, it seems like a lot of it, like them yeah. saying, like, we were just as good, you know, we don't. So it, it's a really weird take on a biopic that way. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. All good points. Uh, I'm guessing if you've, if you want to see the movie, you've already seen it. Uh, 
I think if you're a Queen fan, if mm. not, just go watch their 20 minute live aid set. Like it's it has one of the best. Yeah, for sure. In the film, tries its best to get it, but it's hard with a you know weird CGI crowd they're doing. But like when they sing you know Radio Gaga at Live Aid and everyone joins in, like it's such a you know a watershed moment in like rock history. Yeah, for sure. Right on. Well, yeah. Go fucking definitely watch Live Aid. Uh, I watched it uh, two it's nights so ago. It's so good. Plus, uh, it was crazy. It was crazy that they kind of almost tacked on the whole concert at the the end. Of uh, it. I guess like, they I've... they've said that they filmed the whole set. They just this is only cut in. Yeah. But um, right and like I don't know. It's just it's just weird discrepancies like that. Like it bugged me when they went. Uh, when they were touring in the Midwest on their first American tour and, you know, that whole montage is set to fat bottom girls and then playing it, but fat bottom girls is on jazz. And that came out after live aid, you know, like, <laughs> damn. See, I didn't know that stuff. So like, I think the most that I've known of them is like, they're, uh, collected editions oh, sure. where it's like their hits and whatnot. So like I didn't realize like they had different albums. So like when they're in the studio and like coming up with these off the wall ideas, I was like, oh, I guess they definitely had to have like those random songs about him loving car and shit like that. And, like I just haven't looked into it. Like I know the hits, I guess, but I I kind of want to dig deeper and uh, listen to their older albums yeah. and stuff it's, it's a lot like iron maiden like i i got into iron maiden off their hits albums and then realized like they've had a fucking discography of like 20 cds or some shit and like there's so many random songs dispersed amongst all those albums that like yeah, yeah. i've caught enough like again like i grew up on the greatest hits right but um when i went uh through my like record collecting phase, you know, I I caught quite a few Queen albums and have listened to older stuff that way through it. But you know, like I have, what do I have? I have Day at the Races, Night at the Opera, Jazz. Um, I need the game because that's the one. Thing. Also, can we talk about how great fucking Mike Myers is? He's ridiculous. Why do they keep hiring him these like, weird fucking roles like that? It's it, he's just as out of place here as he was in fucking. No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I just found it ridiculous to see his name in the credits, and I was like, "What the fuck is he in this movie?" And then the part he did, and like saying that nobody would listen to this, and nobody like him as. I only imagined him like later in life becoming Mike Myers and like, or fucking Mike Myers, um, Wayne and fucking playing it in the fucking Garth Mobile. It's so meta, but yeah, um, um, yeah, but I don't think there's been a better frontman for a band, and I know that's a pretty bold statement, but I think Freddie did was incredible and became a legend because of this entire not giving a fuck about what everybody thought persona he lived. Which was something to say back in the 70s. Yeah. So, right on. I think that's all I got for it. How about you? Yeah, just go watch. Go listen to some Queen records. It's fine. 
and like yeah, for sure. it's sad. Like Rami did good. Like he it was, he did yeah good despite the material. Mm-hmm. I I agree with you. And like um, thinking back on it, like it, it feels a little disjointed. It definitely with the fifteen minute concert on the end of it. Like there's definitely stuff that could have been tightened up, but for the most part, I liked how it, it all played out. Like it is definitely a polished version of everything. Plus, so. Brian Singer is a fucking dickhead, so don't give him money, I guess. Yeah. To help. Did he get Yeah, his name, it, right at the opening, it says directed by Brian Singer. Oh, yeah. Huh. That's weird. Uh, so, what are we watching for next week, then? Uh, so do you want to be the one? Because you're so giddy and joyous about it. Fuck yeah. Okay, so we're watching the last half of Hannibal, obviously. Um, we're watching Girl in the St- Spider's Web because you haven't seen any of the girls. Yes, I have. have you? I, what, do you th- why, why do you think I was telling you they're fucking trash? Do you think <laughs> I just have this fucking... Um... <laughs> have you watched the I trilogy? watched the first one and I watched the second one about half of it. And I was like, this is horse shit and shut it off. You're the worst. How did you not like them? We'll talk about it next week, I guess. That's fair. That's fair. Because I really enjoy this, and we'll get into it next week, I suppose. But I'm making them see Girl in the Spider Web because I think it's going to be great. Um, also, because Claire Foy is playing that role, I also want to see Unsane, which Luke's has already seen that, but I wanted to watch it now, finally. Um, which I believe that movie's all filmed on iPhones, wasn't it? Mm, I can't remember if it was or not. I think it was definitely on cell yeah, phones. Yeah, I think I'm, so. I'm My friend Soderbergh was fucking around with the iPhone, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So look forward to that. And then probably Overlord, yep. right? We'll get the next uh, next movie in the Cloverfield. It is not part of Cloverfield. Get it out of your head. It's just, it's we'll a see. fucking. I, I guarantee. I bet we get half a second of a monster. And I'm like, no, nope, I it bet is. you. And then you're going to come off this off. Oh, man. My favorite tweet of last week. Did you see the, all that shit about the J.J. Abrams deal that's going around Hollywood? Mm-mm. Okay, nope. so. He uh, is basically shopping out uh, to all these different studios. Seems like it's probably going to end up being Disney or Universal that gets him. But like, I think his contract with Paramount's up for the TV and everything. But he's doing this huge like deal that encompasses everything. He's doing, you know, it's going to be like movies where he has like a set schedule, which basically is just like you know you have to make room for my movie every two years or whatever if he has one come out going to have TV, movies, music, digital content, and he wants to get into the theme park business. <laughs> but This is that jumping point. I think Overlord's going to do But they're saying him. that uh, like, if the deal goes through, it's probably going to be for like $500 million he's going to make off it anyway. But my favorite thing was like somebody tweeted and they're like, the J.J. Abrams theme like completely uh, serviceable and nothing great, but then someone whispers in your ear, it was all part of Cloverfield. <laughs> Boom, sold. Exactly. I'd, roll, I'd finally ride a roller coaster. <laughs> but, uh, oh. uh, so yeah, Overlord. And then I want to try, like, I don't know, the first episode or two on Prime. Uh, that's the uh, Stars one, right? The stars one. 
Isn't that the star show? What the fuck is a star show? Homecoming? Oh, I think you're thinking of Showtime, and I think you're thinking of the... Whatever that one was. Homeland. Oh, yeah. Okay. So what's Homecoming? Uh, Homecoming is a new prime show uh, starring Julia Roberts. It's uh, by the guy who created Mr. Robot. And it's uh it was based like it's an adaptation of a podcast so oh we know how those how, how well those worked out in the past it's not fucking lore where it's bad recreations okay fair fair enough i'll give it i'll give it a try just because i like julia roberts so it's fine fair enough oh, uh, so we're doing two episodes of it yeah let's i think there's 10 but let's just do two and see what okay. we think of it pilot and then next That's fair. that works perfect Sounds good. Uh, anything else you want to add? Uh, well, if you're, how awesome this week was? If you're, uh, no, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say the nah. We're good. <laughs> I don't remember. Okay. Some trash, something probably about how you're tasting fucking girl dragon tattoo stuff is dumb. Not true. Well, listen, we'll get into it next week. I can't believe that you don't appreciate the series, but we'll we'll talk about. that. Did you later. see? Have you seen the newest trailer? Have you seen the newest trailer? That no, I I saw the first like probably a quarter of the first one. I was like, oh shit, yeah, I'm in. Well, now, yeah, in that first one, you know, it was all like the girl in the spider's web, and now at the end, it's like girl in the spider's web, and then it goes a new dragon tattoo story because yeah. they can't sell people on this shit. No, because they, they it has to be separate because those the first trilogy was written by the main guy and like on his way to deliver the drafts like he died. No, he was not he he fucking had a heart attack before he sold any of the books. He wasn't like yeah. on his way to deliver. But no, but he only had 3 written. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but this is this is the fourth one of that series then. Yeah, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that you can't Fucking show me that this, the trailer's all like, this is Lisbeth Slander and stuff. But now it, at the end of the trailer, because they're not getting any excitement, they have to say, oh, this is part of that dragon tattoo stuff, guys. Come on. You remember when you all liked this 10 years ago? <laughs> I think you're wrong. And I think this uh, series is going to be incredible. And you just don't realize it yet. Mm, yeah, we'll get into it. We will get into it. I can't wait for next week now. So. Uh, check all that shit out, and we'll catch you next week for podcast number 75. Whatever. <laughs> Be some pineapple and stuff. <laughs> <laughs>